Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together. Hey guys, what's up? Amir Ryder here for the Transform Sales Podcast. I got my guest, Shane, founder of Sales Driven, the man who has canceled on me 15 times. <laughs> I finally pinned him down on WhatsApp and I said, we're going live in about 30 minutes and we got you locked down, man. How's it going today? It is fantastic fantastic right now how about you how about you amir doing good man doing good i i i I think it's a cool world we're living where i got my friends across the pond where i could wake up at four in the morning and just message you guys and know that you're jamming um the the uk crew i feel like we're i feel like we're more connected now than back in the day when when we you know we had this whole uh we were brother and sister america and uk and now (laughs) now it's coming back united where the the real g's who actually work hard and get stuff done can reconnect and we can let all the other people just you know you know i don't want to say I was watching, yeah, well, you you know the deal. I was watching um, a podcast yesterday with uh, Andy Frisella. Do you follow Andy? Yeah. Andy Frisella and Alex Hormozzi, and they were just going on it about um, how things are right now and what people deserve, how this new society is of people who deserve certain things because they're entitled. But uh, if you work hard, you are the enemy. And the days of the prom king <laughs> and the prom queen being the cool, they're over, man. That's that enemy number is. one. You do not want to be the prom king or prom queen anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's very, 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 very true. Very, very, very true. You want to be us. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, well, before, we, before we get canceled, um, t- typically we have people on the show who are either sales agencies that want to hear from other sales agencies, uh, buyers of sales agency service that have tried it before and have been victims of it not working before, but they, you know, they get, they own the billion dollar companies, but they're victims of the, the six month engagement going wrong. That happens all the time. Or they're thinking about outsourcing or both. And, and really our concept is by talking about the real deal, what happens, mistakes that people make, um, we could put our guards down and we could learn from the mistakes so that we don't repeat each other. Cause that's what humans do. They learn from mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we, we always, um, run away from our mistakes as if it's something we should be embarrassed about, but that's where the real learnings come from. So um, I'm going to dive into to, to that mistakes that buyers make when when selecting agencies when they're working with you. But before we get into that, tell everybody who you are and how you got into the lovely business of outsourced sales to begin with. Oh my god! By uh, not by choice, as everybody says. So. Um... I was a very, very naughty, naughty, naughty teenager and 20 year old. And I always heard uh, you you have a very good way of talking your way out of problems. And fast forward uh, to 2014, I used to live in New Jersey in America uh, and I was removed from the country for reasons that I will divulge later. But um, when I came here, I was working in security. I was working five pounds an hour. 15 hour shifts, four hour commute to and from work, um, not even a five hour sleep, taking night nurse NyQuil at night to try to get two, three hours of sleep. And then um, I asked my boss for a raise and he offered me 25p, a 25 pence raise. So like 25 cents on a raise. And you can 10%, only imagine. It's better to deliver that in percentages than value. <laughs> yeah, right. And that for me was it. And, um, I started applying for jobs. I got into sales, uh, selling financial training courses. And uh, we trained like for three, four days. And the first time I ever picked up the phone, I spoke to a Polish guy and I was just very, very assertive on the phone. And everybody in the room stopped to listen. 
and everybody was looking at me like, who the hell is that guy? And for me, attention has always been a major thing for me. I've always loved being the center of attention, the class clown, if you must. Um, and I found my feet when I started winning awards. And then I was on the yacht, uh, the CEO's yacht at the intelligence company I worked with uh, before I started my company. And after that, CEO clubs breaking records, uh, bigger, bigger, more zeros at the end of my paychecks. And um, once I knew I could sell six-figure deals by myself without any help, uh, the pandemic hit and it was like God giving everybody a clue to say, hey, this is your chance to go and think about what you want to do. Uh, here's your chance. I've given the whole world a break. And me and my business partner, Antoine, we were playing chess, Xbox, and uh, we said, what's next? And it just so happened to be starting a business. Fast forward three years, we're a $1.3 million company. We do about half a million in annual recurring revenue. Um, next and that's year, just the beginning. Be bigger year. And that, this is the one I'm saying. You know what you are? You know what you describe yourself as? An underdog. A protagonist. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Do you know what a protagonist is? It took, me, right? it took me 39 years to know what that means. But a protagonist is someone who's the, the, the main character in a movie. And that's what you are. Thank you. <laughs> the gift of God, all of it, what it really means is I was always just the main character. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, and that's, and oftentimes people that are really good at sales tend to be protagonists because it's, it's an extroverted personality, right? Um, and the movie's playing for you and then you're like, oh my yeah. God, this is, this, this is, I, 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 I dictate now the story. Now it makes sense. <laughs> I'm making this movie, right? You know, it's all these things are happening, not to you, before you, my friend. That's um, a very good way of putting it. Very but, good way of putting you know, it. People like me and you, I, I think we've we've been friendly. We've also butt heads before. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot because we're just protagonists and we're just say whatever is strong up. personalities. We're, we're, well, I think people like us are very non emotional and very emotional at the same time. I think we're both, yeah. I think we could be machines through anything. And then, like, one little thing can just upset us. And then we speak our mind right away. So it happened um, this morning. Happened this morning. <laughs> Yeah, I, I talked to someone. It's kind of funny because I, I, you know, when we bought our house a little bit, I talked to somebody who who was uh, British, yeah. and he, he 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 knew who we were, and he said, "I know where where Shane was born and lived." And he goes and goes and he goes, he goes. He literally said something like, "You're like the way you talk from where you're in New York." He's like, "It'll it'll butt heads with someone from that. They won't be able to understand you." And and he called it. And it made sense. But I, I'm glad that we were able to to be back to being boys. Um, 100%. But I like the, I think, I, 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 it's a challenge for me. It's like, you know, how do I help Shane become, you know, a $100 million company? Because that's my new role. Um, and I know that you're very driven, you're very motivated, and I know that you want to help people. And that's one of the big things that stuck to me is that every time you asked me a question for advice, it was not, it was not how can I make more money to buy things? It was how can mm -hmm. I run a better agency and help more people and then be profitable from doing that? And that's something that I, I think is going to make you win in the long run. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And I hope that a lot of people listening to this podcast get to connect with you and, and, and hear that because you're super passionate about what you do. But let's go yeah. into like the mistakes, right? Now, when I talk about mistakes, I'm not talking about mistakes that make it harder for you to close a customer and like use this mm -hmm. terminology, like I'm making a sale. The mistakes that, that affect a buyer from picking the right agency and obviously kind of sometimes flows into the, the service. But what have you seen has been the number one mistake that buyers make when looking for a sales agency. One. I know there's many. But one Miss, the, the, the number one thing, the number one mistake, right? So just to be clear, the number one mistake they make is they have very, very mismanaged. If they haven't done it before, 
And even if they have done it before and more, more than likely been burnt, it's mismanaged expectations. And then either working with a company that is unable to manage those expectations in terms of saying, hey, look, if we're going to run a campaign, you thinking you're going to close a, a, a sale within three or six months is not going to happen. And it's because there's a lot of things that go into the beginning of it. There's a lot of onboarding. There's a lot of things with your messaging. There's a lot of trial and error. And there's no linear approach or no, no direct link to revenue when you're creating impact. Because yep. that's all they're doing. They're, you're only creating awareness. You're moving awareness into consideration. And if somebody could figure out a way to link awareness and consideration to actual top line or bottom line of revenue, they'd be millionaires or billionaires. Well, they try but, to. It's attribution. Attribution stuff, right? Yeah. Let's, 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 let's pause before we get on this rabbit hole. Because anybody listening, Shane went right into, right into um, mistakes that buyers make when working with the company, because that's really, if you listen to him speaking, we really care more about the performance that we do the win, right? So I think the natural answer for any agency yeah. is, is, but we'll get into that. What I'm hearing yeah. is that the biggest mistake that buyers make when selecting an agency is not knowing B2B sales and not knowing their math, right? So it's like somebody's coming, it's basically like someone wants to fly to Mars, right? And they're, 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 hiring, the, they're hiring the spaceship take you there without having the plan to get there. And it's two separate things, right? Mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. the number one thing is that buyers are, are not taking the time to either understand their math, plan their campaign, or pay a sales consultant expert. And they try to get it through an outsourced sales agency, right? And that's the, that's the kiss of death in the buying cycle. I, I I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a great, I'll give you a great example. And it's like just for me and you right now, when you started lifting 20 years ago, you didn't go into the gym and rack on 350 pounds of plates. You didn't go squat a thousand pounds on a rack. You had to lift five pounds, a five pound dumbbell and break the muscle before you even can go to 10 or yeah. 20 or 30 or even hundred. And then you have to increase weight. I like this again. And you have to increase resistance. And you have to increase momentum and effort and strength and all of these things. You're going against this weight, which is again, your buyer, the buyer of our buyer, you're going against this huge thing. And no matter what you do, even when I'm teaching my daughter how to walk right now, yesterday, she's taking two steps, four, two steps, four, three steps, four, three steps. And you know, and it's a progressive um, iteration of tests that allow you to see that you are tracking in the right direction. Because at the end of the day, we are your stepping stone to your deal or your revenue. And we are not your, we're not your closer, right? That's you. And that's where the misconception is. There are two avenues that have been specialized. One is to take you to the point where someone's like, yep, I'm open to hearing you and what you have to say. That's it. Yeah. Because so this what you said, I love yeah. the analogy because like muscles, right? Like like people don't people always want to get big, they want to get strong. But what, what really happens is that you tear your muscle, you feed mm -hmm. it nutrition, it heals back stronger, you tear it again. So the real action that's happening is the failure or the tearing of the muscle. But when people hire a sales agency, they look for fake numbers. They're like, hey, I want a cash flow ROI on a nine-month sales cycle in six months, already, yeah. right? Fucking they don't focus on the failure. They're not like, hey, 
Shane, what I want you to go do is I want to go, you to go contact these personas in this country with this messaging. And I want to see all the failure rates, right? I want to see what people say. No, I want to make decisions based on what people are not interested in so I could find my north. They're too focused on meetings and not the information, which is really skipping the process. So the process is. is failure leads to success. Knowing what messaging doesn't work, knowing the messaging that does not resonate is the ingredients to success. If you just focus on success, you're actually missing the whole process that gets you there, right? It is because if you look at, yeah, if you look, so just on, on that point, like I've, I've understood uh, something very different on how this used to work. And the, the easy number is that Pareto's law, but the number of 100. And if you have 100 dials, you'll make that one meeting. But when you do transition into becoming the owner of an agency and you flip to the other side, little do you know that the entire set of gold or value is in the waste. Because knowing what that waste is, you can pivot your message and pivot everything else to apply to that 98 or 99% of people that basically told you, I'm not interested right now because what you've said sucks. Yeah. Go make it better and come back. And that's when the follow-up makes sense because your follow-up has improved. You've got more information. Hey, you told me that that wasn't important last time. I found out that this is happening with this and this company. How about now we have a chat? And it's literally just edging them onto the edge of the cliff before you push them over. And the company that we work with is supposed to catch them. Yeah. The problem is they don't know how to fucking catch them. Excuse my language. That's a different fucking problem. I'll, I'll give, I'll throw it enough. <laughs> put you there. Um, so it's kind of like a fundamental issue, I think, too, right? We're like, yep. we're taught in the Western culture that like 4.0 is what you need to get a medical school and you're competing against 4.0 students. Mm -hmm. We're taught like, we're taught like basically perfection is the, like the way to be, right? Like we're not really taught like stories about like Thomas Edison trying 1000 filaments for a light bulb and never giving up. And it's the yep. 1001 that now all of a sudden we have lights, right? Yep. So it's like this fundamental thing where like, we're not really we're not really teaching people the truth about failure being success which really is and like i've never met a guy worth 100 million that didn't lose 50. like of i've course. heard stories where like breaks my heart you know what i mean i'm like i'm like oh how did that happen and they're like no man without that i would never be where i'm at today right like yeah my advisory board member was the first tech billionaire who lost everything and made it back his name is chris tomek cool guy in marbella but like people don't look at that story they look at like what he's got now but like yeah he lost everything right so it's almost like this fundamental thing about how we're teaching people where like now they come into um, the business setting. They're like, oh, I have budget. I got money. You're a sales agency. Therefore, I'm going to forget about reality. And I'm just going to make pretend that I pay you and you make me a million dollars. Right. And you do it's it. Kind of ironic because yep. they claim they know it. They fucking say it. They're like, yo, I'm a software company. I'm worth 10 million. Every million in revenue for those listening. You know, one of the rules of thumbs before this kind of compression was that every million in revenue could be 10 million valuation, right? So like, how the hell do you expect to pay an agency to make you multi-million dollars and not have failure being, you know, the ingredient? They're just gonna, they're just gonna, there you go. Here's your million dollar company. So yeah, it's just, it, it's like, it's it's almost like expectations and planning and education around like the real stuff is what is help, is, is what's affecting buyers to buy the wrong way, choose the wrong agencies, right? Because then they're picking agencies that are telling them what they want to hear versus the reality, right? How do you handle that? How do you handle like a customer or buyer that wants to hear what they want to hear? And you know that if you tell them they want to hear, they might become a customer and might churn. 
how do you handle that problem of of people you know wanting to hear what they want to hear to in order to work with you versus the truth uh if you see that problem yeah no i've seen that problem many times before um i'll give you a perfect example and it was there was a moment of desperation where in our first like eight or nine months and uh there was a company that we took a training course with we sat in the training and they approached us and said hey look it sounds like you guys know what you're doing so cut a long story short we ended up having a conversation uh everything worked out well got to deal stage and he said i've used the company before you and it's people like you it's just your industry shane it's just your industry and because of that you, it's just the way of the mark so i'm not going to pay you the full price i'm going to pay you hot he told me what he was going to do. I'm going to pay you half and I will pay you when you deliver those. And as a new business owner, we, 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 we just wanted to take the money. Which is a whole um, different topic that we're going to have later on. Exactly. Exactly. But then what he expected was he expected to see 15 to 20 meetings because the competitor or the incumbent has done this or this, and this has done this or this. And when we go out there and say, Hey, look, um, I want to be real. I want to be completely transparent with you. We've done this campaign three times before. And the expectation is that the people you are speaking to, they're not looking at this. This is not an everyday problem. So in order for you to get to this 10 meetings, it can happen. However, there are these milestones and pieces that we have to get through in order to get to that mark. And it's just a lot of things like you, you don't want to be tarnished by the same brush as somebody else. But unfortunately, and it's another probably another conversation, but it's why we have moved into a more bespoke setting of networking versus this broken model of thinking a few meetings are going to change the world versus educating a wider audience and driving that audience towards becoming a buyer. I, I think it's meetings whole... will die. I think it's all demand gen. Yeah, I, mean, should, I agree. I think you should look yep. at your website as a store. Demand yep. gen is driving to websites. Buyers yep. choose whether or not they're an MQL, SQL. SDRs mm -hmm. follow up now with people that are MQL, SQLs. They were inbound. Now you're doing outbound. Is it outbound? Is it inbound? How about just one demand gen team driving revenue, right? And measuring. That's a whole different conversation. Yep. Like, like we can get yep. into that. But I too agree that the way that people are measuring success and who they're comparing to causes failure because oftentimes when you gave that example the person who said well i know a company that is like us that gets 20 meetings what they always forget is that those 20 meetings were people that signed up on the website i want to demo right those 20 people were people that you met at a, a networking event you spent a yep. million dollars in marketing over five years and those so like back to your awareness consideration decision stage people don't have a good visibility on their target market and what stage they're in. So they just expect everybody to be in the decision-making stage, yep. but that's yep. not how they buy, right? So they'll, I've had a company one time that worked with an agency through our marketplace and they said their internal team is getting 30 meetings a month. I dug deeper. There were 30 inbound meeting requests. So this company hired <laughs> an agency to call strangers and say, hey Shane, what's up? It's Mir from so-and-so, let's get a meeting. Comparing it to people that went to the website signed up for a demo they go oh we're making 30 meetings internally i'm like i'm like i'm like please i'm sorry like i'm sorry <laughs> I'm like, calling, like like and it, but the problem is it's not like they're on the same team they're not like they're not like explain this to me like yeah let me they're basically like we got 30 you got five you're fired versus like <laughs> look at, look, like versus like we're all on team and let's understand why you got to and then it quickly be like oh well these are all visitors to your website 
that are signing up a demo. Oh, and, and and that's why any buyers looking to listen here, like it's a team effort, right? Like guys it like Shane, guys like all these guys that like like breathe, live and die for the success of your campaign. Uh, much more passionate than you could ever imagine. Like I've had Shane ask me advice all the time, and all the advice is, how do I get more results from my my customers? How do I help my customers? How do I make my customers happy? I've never heard him once say anything about himself. And I think you should be a little bit more selfish. That's a different topic mm-hmm. too. But mm-hmm. guys, I'm like, stop to ask questions, start to understand um, money spent on a full-time employee versus a contractor. I, I hate to break this to you. It's the same number. Um, it, it leaves your bank account. Your bank doesn't know the difference. Same thing. Expect the same. Expect the same from from full-time money to to whatever money you spend. It's money spent for an activity and and, and stop focusing on, I'm going to be nice to the internal guys and give them seven months, but I'm going to beat up agencies that care about me. And I tell you right now, once that happens, people will make more money, which is why they hire agencies to begin with. Um, Shane, I want to keep this kind of quick because I don't want to keep it too long. Tell me about your best customers. Now, I know that you service a lot of people, but I want you to pick one. You can only pick one, Shane. Software I got it. or service. Which okay, one so what if why? it's hybrid because they do both? You can answer anything, man. No, no, no. I'm saying the client that I, the, my favorite client, he does both. Yeah. The company does both. Why do you like he it? Does... Why is it the best? Um, so with with this company, so the, first of all, the the person I'm working with is he's the managing partner of a private equity firm. And he manages and owns and invests in another, a number of other companies of which sales driven is supporting. The reason working with that client is amazing is they get it. They have realistic expectations. They speak to you with respect. Business and, cl- and, and doing business is not hard. You know, those types of people where Oh, I've got this contract. I need you to change this, 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 this. Okay, send it back. I need to change this, 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 this. This is just send me an email. What do you want? Okay, cool. Done. Money's in. Cool. Done. Money's in. You know, and when you're working against milestones and outcomes um, and results, they recognize it. They recognize the result and they'll call you. And while they're going to basically, you're not choosing son. software. You're not choosing software or services. You're choosing you're choosing smart teammates. Your best yeah, customers are smart teammates. Yeah, it's the it's the people who know who know what the hell is going on, and they've done it, and they've run companies and sold companies and worked with agencies, and they're familiar with it, and they give you gratitude when you do good because that fires you up yeah. and that steams you up to do well. And just just to backtrack, just one piece. It's like the Lakers. Let's use the Lakers as an example. You've got LeBron James and then you've got Joe Bloggs. Both of them are going to cost 100 million, right? But we know who LeBron James is. Joe Bloggs is from Czechoslovakia and we've never know we not know nothing about him, right? But he's going to be an internal hire. LeBron is the outsourced agency. Who are they going to go with? Every time. LeBron well, I would hope so. <laughs> if they want to win a championship, right? You yeah. hope so. <laughs> this is back to the Pernelius rule. This is why. This is why the uh, the, the the rich get richer. It's not because they, they, it's because they get good recommendations. You do really well. You get recommended. You earn more. You do a bad job. They say stay away from you, right? And this is why yep. your reputation matters. This is why you got to say no to customers. 
Um, I like the answer because you did have a hybrid customer. I think there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, our best buyer is is somebody who's educated and a team player and in it for the long run, right? Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's what it's about. That is what it's about. Anybody listening here, like this is about ROI and success sales. It's not about, it's it, it's never been about an agency winning a client, working them for 90 days. It's it, it's it's the opposite. It's working for them five years, get respect and yep. trust because, you know, that's the name of the game. I felt the same way. That was also a reason why we, I did the pivot to marketplace. It was literally help buyers and sellers because I cared so much more about, you know, longevity versus winning, right? Where like yeah. things could be better if buyers and sellers just get along a little bit more so that mm -hmm. you, know, you can work with 10 of those people. And the, the 10 people that you mentioned, they're looking for you, right? They're also looking for someone who's responsible, energy-driven, focused, who's got a lot to win when you win together, right? And 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 they can't find you sometimes, right? Um, mm -hmm. They get caught up with the guys with digital marketing ads or the biggest fanfare, right? So it's an mm -hmm. interesting world where buyers and sellers, the right ones, you know, it's like a dating service, right? They need to find each other first, right? Because everyone exactly. can say the right, everyone can say the right words, right? But really knowing who's a good match, it's almost deeper. It's almost like the questions you can't ask, where it's like. Let me give you a test as a buyer to see if you're on the same page as me. And if you mm -hmm. pass this test, I'll work with you. Mm -hmm. You need to get that point. That's LeBron James' point, right? Yep, exactly. Oh, great. I'm glad that you're interested in working with us. Um, please take this test. We'll see if you're fit for us. Um, that should happen more often than it does. And it doesn't happen. I think it should. Of, yep. I think it should. And I, I hope we get there because it sounds abrasive. But actually, the most thing that, that is abrasive is somebody investing 15K and not being happy. So if slowing things down and giving somebody a test, a, a compatibility test um, saves people time and money. I'll be the first person to push that because I think it would. Um, I hope we get there too. Shane, this has been awesome. Let me, let me for, for people that are listening uh, that want to find you, that want to connect with you, that want to know about your journey, right? Because you're also on a journey of taking an agency from a million in rep, from half a million in revenue to, to 10 million, right? You're on this path. You're, you're looking mm -hmm. for things that are making it easier for you. You're there. You're very helpful in the agency community and for buyers. If either are looking to connect with you, how can they find you? Where can they reach you, man? Easiest way to find me is on LinkedIn. Um, Shane Mahi, sales driven with the weird spelling. Um, and then in my obviously you can email me, Shane at salesdriven.com with any questions that you want. And no, that's it. And Shane's <laughs> also in like every group. He's in Rev Genius. He's in he's in like every kind of every kind of WhatsApp sales related group that, that, that <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean. in. Shane is there, and that has lots to do with uh, the word called passion, guys. So if you guys are looking for a passionate agency to 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 be part of your team, I would definitely work with Sales Driven. And um, Shane, you're the man. I appreciate you. I hope you're coming down to Medellin. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you for this event. Um, everybody who's listening, thank you for tuning in on the Transform Sales Podcast. Always happy to hear some feedback. And how we could ask some better questions to help you guys grow. Shane, have a good day. Thank you very much for having me, mate. You, have a great care, day, man. too. You, got right, it. you too. Bye. bye. bye.